podcast is brought to you by the good people over at Gamefly. With over 9,000 titles for the PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Nintendo Switch, Wii, and other consoles, there's no better time for gamers to make the most of their systems by using Gamefly to play all the new and classic games for as little as 32 cents a day. To start your 30-day free trial, head on over to cinemageekly.com slash Gamefly or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Pod Jockey, Cinema Geekly's music video podcast. It's Anthony Lewis and Ben Knight, and we are back to talk three more music videos and uh, ben, I when I originally when we did this the first episode for this podcast, I think we're on episode seven now. Uh, okay. I had this idea of starting with kind of a cold open, so this way we'd have an excuse to cut to a break because doing those fun little interstitials with '80s and '90s commercials is a lot of fun uh, as a way to throw into the first song. And here we are, seven episodes in. And I have now realized that this could be a mistake as I have no idea what to say as a, as a means to throw in to, uh, to the commercial break. Maybe we should think of, a an overview, uh, well, okay. yeah. for the, for the videos this week or something, or maybe what was going on in our heads when we, uh, when we picked the videos, you know what, actually, I don't even know why, why I just said everything I said, because we have a perfect setup because you last week came up with the theme for this week's episode, which is animation in music videos. Uh, was that just like a, was that a spur of the moment thing or was there anything? Um, so, uh, I, I don't remember why, but the, the pick that I've got this week, which we'll be coming to in a little while, which is um, Green Jelly, Three Little Pigs, for some reason popped into my brain, and we were discussing it in that episode, and it just occurred to me, I, my then weirdly, my brain then moved on to one of the other tracks we're doing this week, which one of our audience actually picked, mm-hmm. um, and fortunately, you have added um, one song with a degree of credibility which i'm not going to spoil this about because i guess you see that would have been a good moment for me to say because you'll find out what it was um after this break yes absolutely <laughs> but i didn't do Damn it. it now we carried on talking we should have done it um so yeah not in yeah you know just a an organic process man mm-hmm. and because of just how organic we are i am now going to organically throw to the first break and we'll talk about our first music video. That's smooth. That is smooth. <laughs> right after this. Where, where's our Sony award? <laughs> Show and tell time. I'm not a teddy bear. My teddy's name is Teddy Ruxpin. He talks. He tells stories. He... <laughs> Four batteries not included. Hi, 
My name is Teddy Ruxpin. Can you and I be friends? Yeah. I really enjoy talking to people. I would like you. Teddy Ruxpin, the storytelling bear, comes with illustrated book and cassette from Worlds of Wonder. I thought maybe today we'd make a scene that's very happy, beautiful little scene with a lot of color in it, very easy that you can do. There we go. Okay, let's just put a happy little mountain, something about like that. And let's paint several little happy trees and push. Look at there. Mm. There. MTV, the land of happy little trees. video this week my pick pearl jams do the evolution uh which uh i will admit to not being one of my favorite pearl jam songs uh also i'm a little hung up on i'm a little hung up on uh, eddie vetter's scream at the beginning of this song uh for some reason it it takes me until about the guitar solo in the middle of this, which I don't know if it's really much of a, well, it is a solo, but it's not a very intricate one, but usually by the time the song hits the solo, I'm, I'm back into the song, but for some reason I'm really hung up on Eddie Vedder's scream at the beginning of this song. Um, I think that's just a me thing, but it's a, it's a weird thing that has stuck in my head since, uh, like 1998 essentially. But, uh, when you said animated videos, this is the first thing that I thought of. That's um, interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw this video when it premiered uh, and on MTV, of course. And there MTV are images there. Yeah. There are images of from this video that have been burned into my mind that <laughs> I will never forget. Uh, and yeah. I mean, as soon as you said animated videos, this is the first thing I thought of. Uh, and Oh, yeah, actually, you know what? Here's an interesting thing. I didn't actually do uh, my due diligence on this, but I am wondering because I feel like the... And it's been a while since I've listened to the the studio track of it, but it feels like the version they use for the music video and the version that has been released on uh-huh. album are different slightly. I wonder... I don't know the answer, but I, I did wonder when I was listening to it. Because um, I, I was saying to you off air, I don't think... Um, I think I was, actually, I was not talking to someone else. I've seen the video to this, but I don't think I've ever watched it the whole way through prior to to, to doing this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I did notice it doesn't sound quite the same, but then I was listening to it on a different device, so I wasn't sure. So uh, the thing about this video 
I mean, I want to talk about the the content of it because I think the content of it is just there's just a wealth of stuff in there to talk about. But the first thing I need to talk about is the fact that I think the reason why I think this video is so amazing, it's not surprising that this was uh, co-directed by Kevin Eltieri, who did direction work on Batman, the animated series and Todd McFarland, who did spawn. So uh, the animation, the, the cone guy. Yes. Yes. I did uh, okay. uh, freak on a leash. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but holy shit. Uh, I think the animation in this video is superb, but really the song, uh, I don't know if, well, I mean, yeah, I guess it's part of human evolution, but the video to me is really just a representation of, I, I, I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't even say human evolution. I would say human nature in spite of evolution for all of humanity's evolution, we are still very chaotic. And this video depicts that. And it actually sort of depicts life because it doesn't start with humans. It starts with, um, it literally actually, it literally starts with things colliding into earth and cell division and animals in the water being eaten by dinosaurs who then get exploded by, it's kind of like a, a, a history of time in some ways, but then sort of quickly devolves into the rise of humanity. And for all of, all of humanity's steps forward, no matter what, there is still chaos and destruction and violence. Um, to me, one of the scenes that, always stuck with me visually was the fighter pilot who removes his face mask and it's just a skeleton. I knew, I knew you were going to say that. I yeah. think that's just an amazing shot. I think that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Templar Knight who like the fire, the shadows that's always stuck with me. Uh, the quick cuts of the girl dancing during the guitar solo. That's always stuck with me. One I thing, like that. me too. Uh, one thing that is new that hit me watching this is there is a peaceful scene in this of a girl running through a meadow. And even then unintentionally, she like tramples over like an anthill destroying the the anthill. And even unintentionally humans cause chaos and destruction. Um, I think it's brilliant. And even though this is not one of my favorite Pearl Jam songs, which is a shame because it sounds like it's one of Eddie Vedder's favorite songs. Uh, he said it's, well, he said it's at least his favorite song on the album yield, um, which I prefer given to fly, but he likes, uh, this is his favorite song. Uh, but he said that he can just listen to it. Like it's some other band. Um, like it's not him, which is crazy. Because so much of this song is like, how do you not hear you, Eddie Vedder, in this song? Because you're full Eddie Vedder in this song. But uh, he, he really, really is. Yeah. He really digs it. I like the song. It's just not one of my uh, one of my favorites. But the video is definitely, I think, my favorite of theirs. And uh, everything from the visual aesthetic to the message, at least the message that I was pulling from it, um, enhances the song. And I really loved it. And I'm super happy that you came up with the theme for this week. Cause I don't know if this would have come to my mind had you not mentioned animated videos. So, uh, yeah, I am pleased. What, what did you think of do the evolution? 
Um, I well, first of all, about the song itself. So um, I've heard them do this live, and I, I, full disclosure, I'm a Pearl Jam fan. I think I've probably mentioned them before. Mm-hmm. Um, Yield is not my favourite album at all. Um, Mine I can't remember who it was. There was a somebody wrote about. I'm sure it was about Yield, and they basically said it's a bit like you know the sort of I guess the boomers now talking about the bands that they were into in the 60s and then watching them die Um, and it was really weird that this was what 98 maybe Mm -hmm. Um, and in 1998 Pearl Jam had just come off the back of well they they were I think that was the problem is they were on a bit of a downward trajectory um, from 10 10 was 10 was their big hit yeah yeah and it was more or less a perfect record Mm -hmm. Uh, slightly ever produced but it's a fantastic album yep Um, and it, it was all a bit patchy then they had a wealth of material some of it was crazy self-indulgent some of it was a bit experimental they went through drummers like they were going out of fashion mm-hmm. never actually managing to replace their original drummer with anyone of the same caliber in my opinion mm-hmm. um and uh, and it was weird because this track it, it vocally is undeniably like a hundred percent eddie vedder but the yeah. track itself didn't feel like Pearl Jam it, it really confused yeah. me when I heard it mm-hmm. that said when they do it live actually it sounds way more like Pearl Jam yeah. uh, so I wonder if it perhaps is a little bit of a casualty of some Produ- production sketchy. yeah I, I actually think the whole of Yield is the mastering on that whole album is slightly sketchy is my view mm-hmm. um, but anyway so I, I, but I do like the song um, I, I like the lyrics of this track better than I like the track itself I think um, the video as I say I, I'd seen sort of little bits i guess here and there from it and i don't recall ever having watched it all the way through um and i sort of recognized some of the style but this is the first time to prep for this that i have watched it the whole way through and i really like it it's powerful content i i think there's always something there's always something sort of surprising about animation that isn't um the kind of anime style um sort of you know almost cliched anime stuff but it's still you know not kids animation so i'm thinking you know if, i guess you want to take a, another extreme example like when the wind blows for example you know that's not a kids uh animated movie and it's not anime it is a, i mean it's one of the most depressing things ever committed to um to video so don't watch it if you're easily distressed yeah. um but you know this video some of it's a bit cliche, a bit root one, and it, it gradually becomes less cliche as it goes on. And it's a powerful video. And again, it's something that could be the, the motto of this podcast, I think, yeah. is catch your mind back. 1998, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and the themes of this song and of this video yeah. are the same ones. I know. <laughs> the same goddamn things. I think it's the only thing never that, like, ending. I know, and like you know, the carpet bombing uh, scene in it. Um, you know, we thought carpet bombing was going to be history by now, and it hasn't. Yeah. Um, the you know the talk of nukes and so on towards the last sort of thirty seconds of the video. It this video is powerful. It is superb animation. I love this animation style. Um, in a world so jam packed, full of manga style anime, um, to see high quality animation um like this uh without one of the big production houses behind it uh is always a a, a treat i think yeah. so 
Yeah, I, I, the great thing about doing this podcast is it, it does give an opportunity to watch stuff that you either missed completely first time around or um, that's just completely new. And I'm grateful for this. I, I think it's I think it's a fantastic bit of video work and not a video that features any performance section, which um, is good because this show, we, we do get through a lot of those. <laughs> yes. Um, there is something that, like, going through the video summary on Wikipedia here are things that I, I actually kind of disagree with thinking about it. Now, one I, one thing I actually did want to mention was I like how they even bother to go a little bit into predictiveness, like, here's what it's going to look like. Now, to be fair, they do have the creepy old guy essentially mm. using VR to have a rape fantasy, uh, yeah. which is horrifying, but also something I'm pretty sure happens with VR technology now. By the way, Trigger warning. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, I probably should have mentioned that uh, ahead of time, but I apologize. But, I mean, if you've watched the video before, then you're aware yeah, of what fair. I'm talking of. Or if you watched it before, which is, by the way, something I recommend doing uh, before clicking on the podcast. If you've never watched the episodes, we do link to them, and we do link to a playlist of all of the videos that we've featured here. But uh, I would recommend watching the videos if you haven't watched them before listening to the podcast. But uh, nope, you're right, sir. I probably should have mentioned that ahead of time uh, and my apologies, but it, it's, there's that there's the, um, the people literally being hooked into their computers, kind of like matrix style a little bit, but you know, babies with barcodes on their heads, that sort of thing, um, which some, some of it is accurate to a degree, some of it less accurate, but all of it still kind of predicting that this is going to keep happening and going on and on and on. Now, in the description of the video summary from Wikipedia, they note that the music video blames humankind's brutality on leadership, with various scenes depicting a judge or a bishop or a pope uh, at an altar of some kind. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if I would blame humankind's brutality on leadership. Uh, I would blame humankind's brutality on uh, how humans are hardwired. Uh, flawed mm. and imperfect beings, it doesn't matter really who we elect. These are things that, with so many of them, with a system of billions of creatures going around, it's uh, you're trying to, literally in a video about doing the evolution, you're trying to undo evolution when you're trying to separate humanity from its brutality. It's a thing to me, it's a thing that needs to be accepted that it exists, but a thing that we need to struggle against and fight against and try to control as best as we can, which is of course easier well, said than done. Existence is destructive. Yep. Um, whichever way you cut it. Yes. I think the, the leader, the leadership point is that, and this is like, it's, it is a big problem at the moment is that, you know, people are saying, oh, well, we can't do anything about climate change because it's not the people, it's the leadership. If, if it were that problem, they would make something illegal or, mm -hmm. you know, why aren't they clamping down on industry instead of, um, you know, consumers or whatever else? So there's that. There's the, you know, the talk about, you know, foreign actions in, you know, or actions in foreign states on a military basis and, and all these things. And, and the truth of the matter is, it just as you can't sit back and say, you know, everyone is entirely equally responsible for these things. You also, I think, can't sit back and say, well, um, 
I blame the leaders. They're all they're all the same, or, or, or whatever else. Because I think actually that's what you know the kind of neo-populist mess we're getting into now is about. It's this idea of you know make everything a false equivalency, and then you don't need to take any responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think this video. It's odd, isn't it? It, it, it? I sort of see what they're saying is this video does very much suggest, a lot of the sequences suggest, that the people who are the subject of the things that happen in this video are all like either collateral damage or, or kind of hapless bystanders to something that's happening to them. Mm-hmm. And the suggestion is from you know the, the various pulpit dwellers that they are the ones orchestrating it. But of course... It, that's a lazy um, it's a lazy way of living your life because the people who are at those pulpits there's more of us than there are of them yes. I'm not calling for a revolution here but I am saying the idea is that you know we all take a collective responsibility Agreed. You know, short, short of military action um, you know leaders such as uh, I'm going to pick on Johnson and Trump but if you want to pick someone on the left you can pick someone on the left as well would not end up in leadership of a country um, unless there was a vote with people going and voting for them. That's in de- democratic or quasi-democratic states. So um, that's what I think is, is depressing about the fact this video is 1998, and it's almost like we're sliding back into the view of the world that this video suggests is acceptable, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Um I'm much happier when I've been drinking gin. I have to drink gin when I do the show. I'm so sorry. I'm doing this so sober. What's really amazing is I know what video is coming up next, and holy shit, will we not be having this conversation about that? Um, that's why I love this podcast, though, because we are... Uh, I think we found our groove of, like, we're going to do, like, a pretty serious topic, and then to not depress people... Uh, something something lighter something lighter in tone but uh yeah there's uh i can't i can't highly recommend this video more there's so many amazing visuals i'm like even as we're talking like i'm sitting here thinking about like uh the the gorgeous like the whaling shot of the the whale breaching and the water is just blood red um uh just there's so many so many visuals uh the 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 woman who's featured throughout the video, which by the way I've not read uh, the Sandman, so I'm sure Glenn is really pissed at me right now. But apparently she is similar in appearance to the character of Death from Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. Uh, but the like there's the shot of her kissing the the skull. Um, there's just a bunch of amazing visuals in this and uh, a tremendous video, uh, which. I think uh, not my favorite Pearl Jam song, but I think the video enhances the song. When I listen to the song, I prefer it to be with the video. Uh, I think I now do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it adds so much. Uh, so yeah, highly recommended. And oh man, uh, now for something completely different uh, after this break. My buddy, Kid sister, eat sold separately from play school. <laughs> 
service you can see. A quarter something special coming up to MTV. We brighten up your picture and we send you on your way. So don't forget to turn to us, MTV today. Why don't you sit right back and I, I may tell you a tale. A tale of three little pigs and a big bad wolf. tell you a, a story about a, a um about a metaphor involving uh, three pigs <laughs> and a wolf and aren't we all at the end of the day aren't we all those three pigs no um okay so the next video very much a turn in a different direction it is uh three little pigs by green jelly mm-hmm. if you are of basically precisely the same age as anthony and i yes you will remember this mm-hmm. um if you are not yeah, there's no reason why you should remember this. <laughs> no. It was a thing. It happened. It came and it went. And is the reason we're doing this particular episode. Weird, huh? Yeah. Um, this, <laughs> I remember when this came out, I was, oh, crikey. So 2000, uh, no, sorry, 1993. So I was just starting in, uh, what's that, year eight, year nine, I guess. Um, and... It was everywhere for a brief period of time. Uh, it, as its name suggests, if you haven't uh, watched the video, this is the slightly adapted story of the Three Little Pigs and the Big Bad Wolf. Yes. And it's by a comedy metal band, which was a thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, don't be sneering about it, millennials, because you guys had your like pirate metal thing. That was a thing that happened. Sure. I don't understand that at all. Um, uh, it is kind of cute. It's... Um, uh, you know, a rock and roll alternative version of this story. But mm. I just love the video. The video is um, it is largely, although not entirely, um, claymation. Yes. Um, stop motion. <laughs> stop motion, yeah. Um, and given that it was like quite a throwaway project, um, and, you know, the, the reason this track is in any way notable is the fact that so much was invested in it being about the video rather than the song. Uh, the song was not released initially. It was um, it was released in the most unusual format as a single VHS. I think the B Insane. side of which, yeah, the B side was called "Obey the Cow God," which I remember quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why that is lodged in my brain that that is a piece of information, <laughs> but I, I don't even have to check it. I know that is definitely right. That is right, um, actually. Yes. Yes, in I quite like "Obey the Cow God." <laughs> it's not. It's not bad. It's a great track. Yeah. Um, you know, this was 
there was a lot of comedy metal kicking around at the time, and I just thought this was one of the most charming, relatively harmless examples of it. It features, for no discernible reason, Rambo at 4 minutes 15. Um, <laughs> because, you know, why not send Rambo in? And also, it turns out, if you're the third little piggy with your architecture degree from Harvard, yeah. if you phone um, 911, uh, as any piggy would... Would, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Then the person who responds to that is not the police. It's um, Rambo. It's Rambo. As fast as he can. Yeah, in fact. As fast as he can. Uh, and I do occasionally find myself, uh, especially if I'm retelling the story of the Three Little Pigs to my, um, well, now six-year-old, <laughs> happy birthday, Logan, uh, nephew. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday. Uh, then I do occasionally find myself doing the little pig, little pig, let me in, not by the hair on our chin, 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 yes. in exactly the version used in this video. Now, do you include the Rambo that. part? Do you include I the don't. Rambo part where <laughs> Rambo says, yo, wolf face, your ass is mine? I, I often don't. Um, okay. I may start building that in as he gets older. Yeah, uh, yeah, I also yeah. don't tend to point out that the second pig was basically just the stoner. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I rarely used all of the narrative from this version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but no, it, it's it's great fun. I just find something endlessly comical about the faces of the the pigs and the wolf in this video. Yeah. I don't entirely understand the uh, the cutscene to what looks like a fight at a gig uh, towards the very end of this video, uh, yeah. which is when the wolf is trying another um, attempt to blow the house down. Uh, but I do love. And I'm pretty sure it was in the MTV um, sort of play of this video. At the very end of it, it says, uh, and the moral of the story is that bands with no talent can easily amuse idiots with a stupid, stupid puppet, puppet show. show. Yes. One old green jelly, color me amused. <laughs> um, I There's so much when you mention this uh, because I had, I had Serial Killer, the CD. Oh. Um, I don't, and it's probably because just of this song, but I liked some of the other songs after a while. Uh, some things I did not, here's something I did remember about green mm. jelly is that at one point they were green jello, but were sued were. by Kraft foods over the jello trademark and changed their name to green jelly, which I remember very clearly. Uh, what I did not know people happy. Cause they're like, oh, they just called it the correct name now. Yes. Uh, what I did not know is some of the names of the band. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they have like fake names, like the lead singer is Moronic Dictator. Dick spelled like a dick. Yeah. Uh, but according to Wikipedia, his real name, and I can only presume that this is also not his real name, but <laughs> Bill Manspeaker. Manspeaker can't be his last name. Uh. I, I like to think that it was. But some of the other names in this group, Hotsey Menshot, Jesus Quisp, Sven Seven. <laughs> I really like Sven Seven. Uh, Rutin, Mother Euchre, and Danny Longlegs. Uh, also, according to Wikipedia, Maynard James Keenan of Tool and of A Perfect Circle fame was the guest voice as one of the Three Little Pigs, as was Polly Shore. <clears throat> Which I bet I you cannot save, guess. I was saving that fact for the end. Oh, were you? I, I ruined yeah. it. No, I should. I should have mentioned it. Well, yeah, that, let's that. let's make it a game and see if anyone can figure out which which little pig Polly Shore was supposed to be playing in this video. <laughs> that will take everybody about half of a second to figure out. Yeah. Uh, I think the animation style in this is awesome because it is pretty 
crummy. Uh, and it, but it's, it is indicative of early nineties MTV. Like MTV did the same style of stop motion for a lot of their, a lot of their eye dents. And I just, I love that look. It's nostalgic. It takes me back. Uh, I love this song. I didn't even realize this was like a comedy song when I was a kid. I mean, I, I was like, you know, 10 going on 11 when this came mm. out. I did not have a concept of comedy songs beyond Weird Al Yankovic. And this didn't sound like Weird Al. So this wasn't like comedy to me. This was, this just felt like, oh, they took the Three Little Pig song, but made it metal. Uh, and that's all I right, give a shit that, about. Right, well, when my nephew doesn't realize that the, um, Oof Town Road, as opposed to Old Town. Have you heard that? I have not heard <clears throat> Oof Town Road, but yes. So you know Old Town Road, obviously. I do. Um, if you really want to um, upset yourself and all those around you, Oof Town Road, you'll recognize it is the use of a sound effect from, that's from Roblox, I think. Um, huh. You know, like the noise when you die in that. Yeah, it's yeah. the entire, the entire of Old Town Road done using a sample of just the Oof noise for every single note you, you, you can you can send your hate to wherever you want don't at me but yeah, yeah he doesn't realize that's the point of that was he doesn't realize that's a comedy song uh you cannot you you can if you want to uh recommend the actual old town road music video but please uh do not request oof town road uh correct thank you uh i i just yeah i just dug the sound it's like ugly and raw and it's still a fun song like now i recognize the fun they were having with this song clearly but yeah uh yeah it is still it is still that it is a goofy song but it's fun uh it's a it's still enjoyable to me uh and that could in fact just be riffing it though Mm mm-hmm it's it's not bad. No, no, no. The actual the actual music, yeah, the actual main riff and everything, like that's the sort of shit. I mean, there's a reason it was successful. It sticks mm. with you. Like it's catchy. Um yeah, the the lyrics and the performance and everything is silly. But uh I would say no sillier than I believe in a thing called love, which we both walked uh-huh. away enjoying as well. So uh <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy this. I enjoy the video. Uh I'm trying to think if there's anything else really to say. There's, there's not. Go listen to the B side. That's the best thing to say. <laughs> Go I'll listen to the B side. That's what I would say. <laughs> Obey and the count yourself lucky that I and count yourself lucky that I didn't go with the trap by Lawnmower Death. Well, see now I don't know what that is. So, oh, there's one for another week. <laughs> to save to save something for another time. Broaden Anthony's yeah. views next week on Pod Jockeys. Um, any, anything more to add about your pick this week? No, absolutely nothing. It's just the reason we're, we're doing this one. It's just the reason solely for that. It did peak at number 17, by the way, on the Billboard uh, Hot 100 in the summer yeah, of 1993. That shows that all forms of democracy are nonsense. Yes. And uh, number 35 on VH1's 40 most awesomely bad metal songs ever. How dare they? I mean, I think that maybe that's what Green Jelly was going for, though, was awesomely Absolutely. bad. So if anything, if anything, our disgust should be 35th, like top 10, maybe. It's way worse than that. 
I got actually. I kind of want to look at that list now and get some inspiration for future weeks. Oh, don't don't upset yourself. <laughs> I, I literally have it in front of me. Don't do it. Okay, I will try. Yeah. I'll try to avoid. All right. So one more video, uh, listener request coming up next on Pod Jockeys. We'll be right back after this break. When you get hold of the Nintendo Entertainment System. When you master Rob the video robot and meet the challenge of Gyromite. When you shoot the light-sensing zapper. When you play the system with the most arcade hits, you're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now, you're playing with power. (laughs) Is this the episode where they say cool and sucks? I love this one. Stay tuned. video this week comes courtesy of Staffo Megatron and she has delivered us Opposites Attract by Paula Abdul uh, she guessed when I was hinting at the cat video <laughs> yeah. um, holy shit uh, so, unpacking this video. <laughs> so this video uh, which by the way I cleared with Ben sort of he was like hey no Paula Abdul and I'm like yeah, you don't get a choice uh but I wanted to clear it with Ben because the whole video itself is not animated, but it does thoroughly feature animation within it. Yeah. Uh, because this is uh, um, Paula Abdul hanging out with MC Scat Cat, who uh, uh, Ben tells me was, in fact, animated by members of Disney's animation studio. He was. I swear down, he was. And it, it, does, it does have... Uh, it does have feeling of like who framed Roger Rabbit to it. Um, there's like a and Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins. And, sure. Yes. Yeah. It's all in there. Um, so the song, if you're not familiar with the idea of opposites attract, uh, mm-hmm. is about a couple who love each other despite being different in just about every way possible, which is a theory that I do not subscribe to, uh, <laughs> at all. Uh, I don't think opposites attract. I think, I think there are, I think there are, see, now we're going to get philosophical. Uh, I think there are pieces of that that are true. I think there are elements of somebody being different from you that is attractive because it's something that you are not. Maybe something you wish you were, or maybe just something you want in your life. But 
if we're talking about like how the song is talking about it different in every way possible doesn't seem like a realistic long-term relationship to and me. there's some in there that you're kind of going uh i think that would be like a serious problem so <laughs> it, like uh, i don't like cigarettes and i like to, to smoke, smoke. Uh, you've got I'm kind of thinking yeah that, that might be problematic maybe in 1989 uh, people would be like oh you know whatever but for a lot of people now that's like a complete deal breaker it's like i i can't do got, that like, she's, she's got the money and he's always broke okay that that is a thing that can happen and i'm sure they thought that was kind of an empowering sort of message at the time uh, i don't think it makes for particularly successful long-term relationships as it <laughs> no there's a lot of uh, some of these are not like uh so, some of these aren't like you know i like star wars i like star trek i mean a lot of these are kind of like deal-breaking things absolutely like, yeah <laughs> well even, even paula didn't go as far as to suggest that that was going to be okay so <laughs> um i i'm looking forward to the you know uh i'm looking forward to the uh the 2020 updated version of this where paula abdul comes back with the the new version where it's like you know i care about people and i voted trump uh you know shit like that uh we need we need the updated version of it for for 2000 i'm working on that for next week Um, this is not, uh, this is kind of a famous Paula Abdul song, but personally, I'm, a. if you're, if you're like, put a gun to my head and you're like, you know, give me your favorite Paula Abdul song. It's like straight up or cold hearted or something. It's not a, wow. You, you, I was going to say, everyone can do this and straight up. Yeah. I reckon a lot of people are stuck after that. Yeah. I got cold hearted. So that, no, that's impressive. I, Thank I you. really would not have got. Yeah. So uh, my, <laughs> My musical repertoire is deep, apparently. So uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but, but yeah, the the video, uh, actually for the video itself, I think the video for the time, because this came out in, God, I don't know, 1990 or 91, maybe. I know the song came out in 89. Um, yeah. So I think the video is maybe 90 or 91. Mm-hmm. And uh, for that time and for a music video, so we're not talking about animation for a major motion picture or even a television show we're talking about you know whatever it is a three and a half minute video um mm. i think the animation is really good all things considered um oh, for sure. it doesn't hold up super well like if you compare it to anything that could be done today but uh it's really not bad and uh apparently paula abdul did uh laid out the choreography for the for Mr. Scat Cat to dance to, so the animators had to match all of that stuff. Um, it's, I, I'm sure that's why it works well. Where, including the scene where he's a little bit rapey. Oh my god! Uh, mm. <laughs> ben, talk it's about just... this. Talk about this video a little bit. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I'm really torn. This is a, this is well, a, again, this is a touchy subject to me. Well, you know, it's um, it was from 1989, and we didn't know then, as yeah. I like to say. Um, <laughs> Uh, Lordy. So let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is that at the time there was a bit of a fad. In fact, this was slightly just after the, the fad for these kind of mixed um, uh, live action animation um, sort of features and so on. And it was a good example of it. There were some very talented people working on it and Paul Raptor. And Whoa. it was. Sorry, sorry, that was harsh. Shots fired that. across the bat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this is a, a matter of 
full disclosure, before my brother um, messages the show and like outs me, uh, I owned this track on cassette single <laughs> when it came out. Ah, yes. <laughs> because when when you're nine, you ain't got no taste. Sorry, nine year olds, but it's true. <laughs> uh, well, my nine year old is crying right now, Ben. I hope you're happy. Oh God, yeah. Well. She's going to she's gonna be 10 next month. Maybe. She's going to be 10 next month, so it doesn't apply. Oh, well, she'd, she'd be way over this, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it's a ridiculous video, but it, it, it's not without its charm. I mean, MC Scat Cat was a peculiar creation, and I quite <laughs> like, incidentally, if you go to uh, the Wikipedia page, I think, for MC Scat Cat. He has one? Changed. Yeah, uh, but it good because it was the the adventures of MC Scat Cat and the Stray Mob. I want to say oh, it used to be the the picture. Um, I'm going to check it out a Yeah, there it is. Okay, so the thumbnail for MC Scat Cat is still from that same scene that if you watched just a split second before, it was kind of creepy. Um, yeah. I think that's another problem, Paula. I think there's an issue here, which is you're saying opposites attract, and you know it's great that they've got this relationship, but um, honey, honey, he's a cat. <laughs> okay, yes. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to say anything then. Natural facts, baby. You need to sort this out. Yeah, um, I didn't want to I don't want to judge, but this is a right? cat, not even it's, a human cat. Like no, this, this is, is some species shit. <laughs> look, there are, I know I'm guessing I don't know which state Paul Abdul lives in, but um this is not legal in a lot of places. I'm just um, tripping all over myself right now because I realized I just used the words human cat. Uh, I was going to let it go. I'm glad you. It's, I'm glad you picked it's not like those cats from the new movie musical Cats, Ben, where they right. look like cats but also humans. Uh, this so, is some sort of animated cat thing. that doesn't even exist in three dimensions. But uh, we, she def- I mean, but you know, I, I, my cat steals the covers as well, but doesn't. I suppose <laughs> to be fair, it doesn't necessarily mean she's banging the cat, but it does sound like a lot. She's yeah, like she's banging the cat. Um, oh no, she does say that, of course, with the line, "Who'd have thought we could be lovers." Paula, literally no one. Yeah. Um, and when he says, you know, she she likes it neat and he he makes a mess, yeah, and then you have to empty that letter tray and it's just awful. Um, my favourite um, misheard lyric as a kid, I think, comes from this song, which is, uh, I think it's the last verse, and it begins, Baby, ain't it something how we lasted this long? <laughs> uh, you and me proving everyone wrong. And it go back and listen to it and think that she's actually saying baby ain't it something how elastic is long <laughs> go back and listen to it i'm certain that's what she said and in the time since the making of the song so i went honey that makes no sense <laughs> and so they just like put out there that oh no it's how we lasted this long because also that makes no sense either because it yeah. sounds like it's in the past tense and this song is a mess and requires nowhere near the level of scrutiny that we've now unfortunately had to give it because the <laughs> listener quite correctly identifying that this is the song about which I was talking. Um, yeah. But that said, I do like uh, the clear nods to Disney and the like in here and yeah. um, the Mary Poppins stuff where they come out of the chimney and dance on the, mm-hmm. the roof. I think, I think, was that part of the section that Peter Griffin does in the parody of it in Family Guy? I can't remember. <laughs> I think so. Um, but Peter Griffin's got a hot take on Paula's relationship with MC Scat Cat. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm um, look. I'm hung up on the lines. Don't think we'll ever get our differences patched. Don't really matter because we're perfectly matched. Perfectly matched. Yeah, we are complete opposites. 
You're a cat. We have I'm an adult human female. Yes, we have. And on top of those differences, anatomically speaking, and of course, <laughs> uh, dimensionally speaking, uh, mm-hmm. they are they are also personality wise different in every way, yet somehow perfectly matched. And he's a bum as well. Let's let's be clear by his own. Holy shit! Yeah, this is a do nothing cat. Uh, mm-hmm. Cats are stereotypically lazy, but. Uh, this one seems almost proud of how lazy he is. And he's like, look, I've adopted human laziness. Yes. He's not got any money. Where's he getting that money from? Cigarettes, <laughs> even in those days, were not cheap, man. No. Yeah. Um, There's a lot going wrong here. Someone needs to, like, step in. Yeah. I don't know if they're still together. Has anyone checked with the Polar Abdul still with MC Scat Cat? Because I assume <laughs> that was all legit. I know she was married to Emilio Estevez for Estevez for a while, but that didn't yeah. go so well because um, I presume she went back to to the cat. I'm just checking that out. Actually, she then married Brad Beckerman, who I don't know who that is, and divorced him in 1998. She's had two two year marriages because I can only assume mm-hmm. she has always never found anyone to quite replace MC Scat Cat. Yeah, uh, I have Googled. Uh, I have Googled your question. Is Paula Abdul still with MC Scat Cat? And there appears to be nothing really on it. Uh, Well, they probably want their privacy now. uh, (laughs) I suppose, yeah. I mean, their relationship has been debated endlessly, and I'm sure they will not Mm. be happy that we are now dragging it back into the light uh, to dissect it. But uh, No, I mean, actually, Emilio Estevez is, uh, I mean, he's... Well, he's currently subject, isn't he, to that um, restraining order um, yeah. because of the fact that he blames Scat Cat for... Uh, he's no longer MC Scat Cat, by the way. He lost his uh, privileges as Master of Ceremonies. Yeah. Um, it's a sad incident in involving um, smoking, oddly yeah. enough, in a hotel. But, uh, yeah, Emilio Estevez, he's, he's got some pretty hot takes on this, but you have to mm-hmm. dig around a little on the internet. He doesn't want to get sued. But yeah. Uh, boy. Paula- I gather as well. So you know yeah. that um, MC Scat Cat hates Emilio Estevez as well, because of course MC Scat Cat, as anyone who listens to Cinema Geekly will know, was originally um, in the running for the uh, for Emilio Estevez's role in Young Guns. Ah, oh, yes, famously so. so. Yeah, it's so awkward. Uh, almost got that. Uh, almost got that. Uh, that role in uh, the Mighty Ducks movie as well. Uh, yeah, although how weird was that? A cat going quack, quack, quack. It didn't make sense. Yeah, that, I think that's why they passed up on him at the uh, at the end of yeah. the day. But, um, you know, really, Paula, if you're listening to this, which we know you are, uh, girl, just find yourself a guy who loves you for you, okay? Don't change up cat fat, cat pack for brat pack. God, it's interesting <laughs> today, is it? Oh, brilliant. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, oh, by the way, yeah. Uh, Hot take on this. Yeah. Um, we probably should mention Backman Turner Overdrive. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was trying to get... Uh, I was going to try to to maybe squeeze in an REO Speedwagon reference, but uh, I guess we could I guess we could do a BTO reference, but I don't know how we would squeeze it in. Well, we, we seem to have done it now. Have we? Oh, yeah, we've just do, mentioned it now. Do we just say it? <laughs> yeah, I think we've got kind of lazy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, we're already... Just- Throwing the former under a bus. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Uh, I'm just waiting until one week. Uh, I just, I just say Bachman Turner Overdrive, and then just move on. That's all. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll turn it into an adjective, perhaps, or a verb. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. That see that way, it can always be a part of the show. Um, 
I think it should be. Yeah. I mean, it has to be now contractually, I think speaking, uh, it is part of the show. So, uh, (laughs) one day, maybe we'll watch a video from them. I have no idea if they actually have any music videos. Uh, it seems unlikely that we will, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) look, their biggest song doesn't have an official music video. As far as I know, it has a performance of them as a multi-camera, uh, as a multi-camera performance of them doing the song. I don't know whether or not that is considered technically a music video or not. I uh, think they would be cancelled AF right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's the podcast for this week. Um, head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Pod Jockeys, hit subscribe. Um, of course, if you want to contribute to uh, the, the request log, of music videos uh we're on facebook twitter instagram at cinema geekly or uh via email cinema geekly gmail.com and uh if you're interested in checking out the videos from this week's episode they're in the show notes also included in the show notes a link to a youtube playlist featuring all of the videos we featured to this point and a spotify playlist if you're out for a walk or uh commuting to work or whatever the case may be and you just want to listen to the music that we've been talking about uh that's also there but if you're out for a walk, don't listen to the Polar Abdul track because you'll never get there if you're taking two steps. <laughs> always, <laughs> always two steps back. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, genius. What a way to end. Uh, there's nothing else to say. You can't end any better than that. So uh, that is the podcast for this week. Uh, join Ben and myself next week when we discuss three more music videos on another episode of Pod Jockeys. Bye.